guest on the Crosstalk on WIZM, Senator Ron Johnson. Hey, good morning. Thanks very much for talking with us. How goes your battle? Uh, good morning, Mike. Hope you're doing well. My battle's going great. I just got back from the Trump rally in Kenosha, and I was up at the one in Green Bay and also Janesville, and and I tell you, those things are phenomenal. You've got thousands, tens of thousands of people that, that love this country, uh, love the president, realize that he has faced almost insurmountable odds from, and I'll call it the deep state because that's what I found it to be, uh, the media, the, the highly biased in the tank, uh, media and social media. Yeah. And, and still he's, he's persevered. I mean, he's still accomplished great things, and as he says, that the best is yet to come. So I'm just, I'm just encouraging everybody that loves this country, because it's really a choice between people that love this country, understand what made it great, and the anarchists and the rioters and people who want to fundamentally transform this nation. You, you, you don't like love or even like something you want to fundamentally transform. And so that's, that's the contest between freedom and individual liberty and tyranny. Uh, people, you know, those that want to tell you how to act, how to think, what you're going to say, uh, that's not freedom. That, that's that's the exact opposite of it. That's really what's on the ballot. That's the choice. And I'm, I'm hoping people make the right choice today. I'm praying they do. And I'm encouraging all of you that love liberty, that uh, want to see President Trump get another four years, and hopefully without the resistance, to get out there and not only vote yourself, but as I said in 2010, get President Trump an extra 100 votes. Now, that may be a little late today, but at least 5 or 10 or 20. Uh, don't be an underachiever. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, for the sake of conversation, Senator, I want to pretend I disagree with you completely because I know that there are Democrats listening to this program, listening to our conversation right now, and their eyes are rolling in the back of their heads uh, uh, saying, oh, come on, Ron, you've been drinking the Kool-Aid. Democrats don't want to change the world. They aren't going to take this country socialist. We aren't going to be Venezuela. We're just better at to taking care of people than Republicans. The orange man, bad Democrats are just going to take money from those evil corporations that don't pay their fair share. That money will be redistributed to those who are having a hard time getting back to the workforce. We'll capture the COVID-19 issue very quickly, and the country will come back to life because we're Democrats and we care, and the other guy doesn't. Well, first of all, I'd agree. I think most Democrats don't want this to see this a socialist nation. I, I was accused of saying Democrats are unpatriotic. I, I never said that. I said that their leaders want to fundamentally transform this nation. And part of the problem is the news media has not been telling Democrats or the American public what the true aims and goals are of, let's say, Chuck Schumer if he becomes majority leader, or what AOC and Bernie are going to impose on a guy like Joe Biden. I mean, they're, they're going to be the puppet masters. And so, you know, my point is if you love this nation, I think most Democrats love this nation. They just really don't have a clue about the radicalness of the people that are going to lead them if Joe Biden gets elected and Chuck Schumer becomes uh, the majority leader of the Senate. They're just not aware because who's telling him? I mean, certainly not Joe Biden because he's been in his basement. He hasn't been campaigning. He's just blathering, you know, platitudes. And the news media is not really telling you what the Democrat plans are. Uh, so you got to really kind of dig into Well, first of all, you'd have to turn on Fox News to kind of hear uh, at least the other perspective. But no, I, I agree. I think most Democrats love this country. I think they don't want to see us a socialist nation. But I'm just trying to warn them that if they vote for Biden and Chuck Schumer becomes majority leader and Nancy Pelosi remains speaker, we're not going to recognize this country in, in six months, a year, two years. It, you know, again, they are they are going to change every rule, violate every norm, every precedent. To make sure if they gain power, they will never 
lose it. They'll pack the courts, they'll pack the Senate, they eliminate the Electoral College, uh, which is not good for Wisconsin. Uh, we'll never see President's candidate again. We're just flyover country. Uh, so that's what's at stake. It literally is an election about liberty, freedom, a country that, of unlimited opportunity, and, and a pretty dark place from my standpoint, tyranny. People telling you how to think, how to act, what to say. That's, that's not freedom. It's the opposite. Well, but you're too stupid to take care of yourself. We, you need somebody to help you make decisions for you. You can't get a job. You can't feed your family. You're out there on the sidewalk. You're living in a tent in a park. You need someone to take care of you. And I, the Democrats, will do that. Elect me, and we'll make sure that all those people who have way too much money than they know what to do with and way too much power will lose all that power, and then we'll take care of all those people so we'll all be one big happy family. So show me a government program that works well that isn't uh, totally bankrupt. Um, hmm. I mean, what, what government service? I, mean, I hate to pick on the DMV, but you know, I, I would much rather rely on the private sector as opposed to a government agency. Uh, so, yeah, they can make all these promises, but then government always fails to deliver. And, again, just... Think about it. What, what government agency, other than the United States military, who does a phenomenal job, but they're not exactly cost-efficient? Right. Okay, so wh- other than the U.S. military, tell me what government program is just fabulous, that, that you could put up against any kind of private sector business that delivers great products and services. It's, it's, it's hard to name them. So, no, the government is simply not capable of doing all these things that Democrats promise. How many voters do you think, Senator, uh, are just voting for someone who says, Vote for me, and I'll take care of you. You're going to get college education. We're going to take care of your your college bills. We're going to take care of health care. One payer. Everybody's going to get affordable health care. Keep your doctor. Keep your plan. Be healthy. Swipe a card when you go to the doctor. It's going to be awesome, but only if you vote for me. Well, unfortunately, it's a, it's a growing number, and that's what's so scary about uh, you know the direction our, our Democratic Republic is going in. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that the radical left took, took over our university system, so they control college of education, of journalism, and law. They, they control our culture. And they've been, they've been pushing this into the minds of our children for decades, and that's why you now have these rich white kids on the streets protesting, those protesting turning to riots and looting. Uh, you know, what's wrong with this picture? By the way, th- those protesters, those rioters, they're not Donald Trump voters. You know, if, if they're anarchists, if they vote at all, my guess is they're probably more likely to vote for Joe Biden. And doesn't that tell you an awful lot? I mean, you know, right now, you've got big cities. They're boarding up their downtown areas, and, and people are printing on those on that plywood BLM, you know, like, like protection money. They're not, they're not saying vote for Trump, you know, be protected against Trump voters. They're protecting themselves against the radical left. Right. If I write, doesn't that say it all? Right. If I spray paint BLM on the board blocking the window to my store, they'll uh, the rioters will go by and burn down somebody else's store because they'll think I support uh, that uh, <laughs> that organization, uh, Black Lives Matter, which is so misunderstood as an organization. I, I hope, Senator, where, where will you be watching the uh, election results tonight? I'll be at the, over my brother's house, just uh, you know, he and his wife, Jane and I. I really want to just concentrate. I want to see all the Senate races. I, you know, it's, it's, it's like watching a football game <laughs> and watching every play and getting the play-by-play. I, I just want to immerse myself in it tonight, and I can't do that in a big crowd. I just want to do it to, privately in, in my brother's home. Well, and you're not alone in that regard. I know lots of people who love getting together for a big group, but uh, not when you need to pay attention 
to uh, what's going on on the screen, results in this case of the election. Senator Ron Johnson, thank you very much for joining me this morning on uh, this election day. It is, once again, a very, very important election day. And as you mentioned a couple of times, I hope everybody that hasn't will and everybody that did vote feels good about it uh, right now and tomorrow. Have a wonderful day, Senator. Thanks for talking with us.